I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We should start a band. I think Leisha has a slow reflex. That is not true. Wait, do you remember the time um, in Vancouver, someone stopped us in Yelltown and asked us if we were in a band and without missing a beat, Leisha said, yeah, we're in the kick-em-ups. Oh, I do. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I do. <laughs> well, we should we should say who's on the, on the podcast right now. We are so excited to announce right now on our podcast, we have Mia Kirshner. That we're having a little chat with our dear friend, Mia Kirshner, who's all the way in Canada. Yay. Yeah. I love how you make Canada sound like it might as well be like the North Pole, you know, it Siberia, is. like this landlocked I mean, listen, prison camp. Any place that's like further from my backyard feels like it's the North Pole because you can't go anywhere. Yes. It doesn't go anywhere. So that is far yeah. better. I love that you haven't changed. I love it. How you doing? I'm good. It's really good to see you guys. Oh, what have you been up to? You're you've, you've started like a whole new path. Like what what is what is it? Yeah, I was kind of on that path when I was working on the L Word, as you guys remember. I worked on a book called I Live Here, which you guys knew a lot about. And, well, we should explain. Um, yeah, why don't you explain? We li- we live together. You and I, Mia, live together for many of the seasons. Yes. And Kate joined us in one of those seasons. Second. So then we were all living together, second season. And you would come back from these trips. It was Where you Burma. were doing all the research. Burma, right? And you were gathering all the research for your book. And your book, you tell them what your book was about the the book was about displaced women and children all over the world and the idea was that these women and children would write about their own lives and so I had hundreds and hundreds of pieces of writing written on lined paper in their languages and I was trying to sort of sort them out and they had taken Polaroids and I had also collected like found objects in the camp we had a good-sized house so I was they were spread everywhere. 
So Leisha, right? Yeah. You would like you would choose you would choose like the kitchen to ha- to be the place where you would put your research, well, but also all the empty wall space. <laughs> yes, empty <laughs> I was uh, eventually there. I believe there was some kind of intervention where I was asked <laughs> to move to the back. No, no, it wasn't that. We found a little nook in the back that was an office, and we're like, okay, we can hide out here and like play on the where there wasn't where we any play on the computer. <laughs> And you took it over, <laughs> and one day we came back. Like, what is this room? <laughs> and there were all the pictures. What they, are you doing in here? You migrated to our little space, and there were new there were new Polaroids and black <laughs> sharpies everywhere, and all of your work. And <laughs> and then, and like was, within a week, it was full. It was loaded up. It was like there was no space. Basically, you were living inside Burma, like this, like thousands of pages, yeah. but. <laughs> I think at the time, like, it was just not okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to have a morning with our coffee and, like, catching up on emails. Yeah, and... no, I was ready. I was ready to throw down and talk Do you remember about, when you yeah, when you weren't happy with the color of your room, so you painted everything a dusty rose pink? Oh, my God. There was a blue. No, there was... A... There was a blue bedroom. Oh, I remember as well. the dusty rose pink. Was it really dusty rose? Jesus. Yeah, and you had to promise the owner of the house that you would then hire the painters who painted it pink to come and paint it back white when we were done for the season. And you had paper lanterns hanging all over from the ceiling. I well, I do recall that there were some we lived in this house. It was kind of night early 90s style in a really beautiful place, but I wanted I hated the countertops. They were formica. So I had this idea that let's cover the, up the countertops. You wanted to get like 15 feet of plywood yes. and have it somehow uh, attached. And you would call you would call the landlady and have these conversations with her, like in a real way. <laughs> oh, no, this poor lady. I just think it would look better. Oh, my God. And she said, yeah, sure, you can do that as long as, you know, you bring it back to bring it back to the original before you leave. Meanwhile, that would require like a contractor and. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. Like I what I have to say, you know, at looking back at some of the shit that I did that we all did. I Well, I'll speak for myself. I fucking had my head up my ass. Like how, so? how? Why do you say that? We had so much fun. It how was so? so well. What do you mean? How outrageous is it to ask a landlord? Can I put plywood on your countertop? No problem. <laughs> like this is somebody's investment. It's probably their life savings, and I'm just like sauntering in, wanting to redecorate the whole place. It's ridiculous. And I remember I didn't want Kate to move in initially. How come? I wanted you, and then I I was like, oh, but I'm having such a great time with Leisha. And three always gets weird. Right. I know you did. You ha- I remember that. But then that. it was great. That's when, I think that's when pants, the, the saying pants started happening after Kate moved in. No, 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 no That no. was in the, maybe Mm-mm. even the sixth No, you year. came up with, no, you came up with pants around the time that Rose Rollins came uh, to the show. Oh my God. I was so happy she was there. You guys, like, you guys were off in, like, seasons one to three. It was like school. It was like we were all in the same class. Season, was it season four? No, season four was like we were still all together. Season five and six, that's when things sort of began to spread apart. Maybe you were le- you were, you were spreading from us. You were leaving us. I was? Mentally. I don't know. I'm wondering. No. Season four was the first year without Aaron, so that kind of shifted the dynamic. Yeah. I think that's the year Rose came on the show. I think so. Um, yeah. Was it season four? And, she was on the show and, for two years? Wow. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I remember before I moved in, Erin hated her place. So she wanted to take my place. Oh, right. And so everything was a domino effect. But you you liked it because you ha- I was like, you were like, Leisha, will you sew me some curtains? And then I like sewed you the curtains. And then remember it was like I had this, we had this like funny but cute relationship where I was sort of like your house person. Well, again, I'm such a fucking idiot. No, I loved I it. I didn't realize at the time that that was the dynamic that was being created, but I remember you made me this beautiful sort of plant um, sculpture with little people inside and like a an umbrella, and I put it next to my bed, and I used, it was where I got a tree trunk from the backyard and used it as a table. Oh. Well, remember that photo shoot we all did for entertainment weekly yeah it was great i was so happy well do you remember that day how fun it it was was? yeah i remember the night before the night before the photo shoot i was so excited i couldn't sleep oh it was the first time we were all gonna be together i remember just so like it had so much anticipation and and excitement for that and walking into the space where we all were getting our hair and makeup done it was like no time is no time has passed. I'll never forget it. It was so we. I was nervous. Me too. But do you remember how great? How it just like that's what our show always felt. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't had that experience since then. Me neither. Like you know, no. Same. It's different. It doesn't feel. I mean, I guess that's what having a job is. Like, you know, you're not necessarily bonded, and you're not giggling with the people you're working with, and. Over the years, when I did work, I kept on looking for it, and it was so, it was never there. It was hard. Did you ever have it before the L word? No. Or do you think that just stands no. all on its own? The L word stands on its own. And I don't even, I just think the people. Yeah, exactly. I think, it's a, I, think it's, I think it's a once in a lifetime experience. That doesn't come. I I think you're fortunate if you get it once. You don't think so? Not everybody people, even gets it. Really? I guess not. Well, some people no. It depends. It's like it's it's a crapshoot, and it's just. I mean, I had no idea what I was walking into when I got that job. I had no idea I would become so close with all of you. And I mean, how could you predict that? You just knew it when you got there. Well, if we were in high school together, I don't think my path would have crossed with yours, Kate. I think I would have been way too nerdy for you. Oh, you see, I disagree. Oh, really? I disagree. Yeah. What? Why? Well, because when I first, I remember first meeting you in the lobby and thinking, oh my God, that girl's so interesting and she's so beautiful. And she's really kind of intimidating because you weren't, you know, you're not the most verbose person and you're like, hello, hello. Like you were, you, you intimidated me. Oh my me. God. I wish I could find, I, I, I really would love to send you, hang on. I'm going to actually share a picture from high school that I have. <laughs> there was nothing intimidating about me at all. If I were to put you both in high school, you, you would be the intimidating cool one. Mia. No, it would have been you guys. I think Leisha, you would have been part of every single club. Right. Don't you think? I, yeah. Except for like the math club. I was doing a lot of plays and organizing things. Yeah, I think you would have been helping make the plays. We would have been friends. Look at this. <laughs> oh, my God. Where, are you at the bottom? No. no. The side. She's to the side. Is that your mom or you? <laughs> That's... <laughs> I know. I'm 12. Okay, I'm I can 12, see it out. And I look like my... I look older than my mother. 
<laughs> it's it's like you work at a bank. <laughs> it does. And my name is Barb. Do you still have some of your wardrobe? I do. I keep it in my closet in hopes that I might fit in it one day. Do you have? Do you go to fancy things where you can wear any of those? I still like clothes? dressing up. Um, but no, not really. But I try. I I like having people over, and I I still insist on a dress code. Just. Because it's fucking fun to get dressed up. It really it is. It is so much fun to get dressed up. Do you remember your Russian um, your Russian dinner party? Oh, my God. That only we came to. Didn't we invite? <laughs> Nobody. Who else are we going to invite? We didn't have friends. Well, we, I think we did invite some people. The idea was, like, we were going to have Russian food. And I everybody had a job. Remember the radishes? Well, I really miss you guys. I miss working together. And I miss, I really miss laughing. Um, I miss. I miss you. I just, I really miss miss you so much. I don't even know how to explain how much we miss you. I really don't. There aren't. Mia, we think about you all the time. We talk about you all the time. We crave you being there in so many circumstances. We play the game of like, what would Mia Kirshner do? Oh my God. Always. And it's. It keeps us entertained. Really? You laugh about the same things we laugh about or you would. You would just find the same things funny. You have, you've always had this gift of seeing the absurdity, however subtle it may be. Oh my God. I would fucking love to just be a fly on the wall. Are you, are you like that in life now? Like, have you found people that you can do that with at work? Oh my God. My friends here are friends that I've had since, uh, grade seven. Oh, okay. So and high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, my sister has the same sense of humor. You know, I have a job job, which is kind of wild to have an actual job. It's I've never had a real like a job job before. And I can't tone down those tendencies. Right. Like it's still <laughs> That's what I want to know. I just can't. <laughs> like these poor people working with me, like the we're working on, you know, the platform that we're working on is quite serious. And like we have this part where you can go on. In a nutshell, there's like 6,000 forms that you have to choose from if you're going through some kind of a legal system and self-representing. So we the, the idea is that what we created, you can basically type in a bunch of stuff and it'll get you the right form really quickly. And it's serious stuff. But I was like, you know what? I, my, the whole thing in the building of this platform was like, we don't have to fucking make this sadder and a sadder experience. Isn't it your company? It's not a company. It's, I guess I'm the founder, creator of something called Rosa. What does Rosa do? Rosa is Canada's first national digital platform that harmonizes all things related to workplace sexual harassment. Wow. So in each province and territory, it breaks down each legal and administrative forum and tells you what to expect, how to prepare, and what the law is. So if you don't have money for a lawyer... Or you just want to know exactly what to expect. This is going to be a great place for you to go to access your rights and tell your employer basically to fuck off if your rights are violated. You know, if you if you're fired because you reported workplace harassment, they can't do that to you. Not here. The legal system is really for rich people, and people don't have money to pay these you know six hundred dollar bills an hour. So I think the reality is, is more and more people become unemployed. People are going to need to self-represent. So I hope it helps. Mia. Yeah. That's incredible. It's really exciting. I didn't, I don't think I talked to you guys this much about this when we were doing the L word, but certainly Jenny's story, I can't believe I'm talking about this with the gang rape and all of that stuff. You know, it's not what happened to me, but 
that was a very important story for me to tell because, you know, I had had these terrible things happen and it was a story that, that really, it was such a good place to pour a rage into in that sense. And, you know, and it's so nice to be able to pour the rage that I have for what happened into some, a tool, a practical tool that will actually help, I hope will help other people because I think I didn't know what to do. I, I got fucked over. I didn't understand the law and I could have done things really differently. So I guess it's a love letter to survivors in a way. Wow. That's incredible. It's, I can't tell you how amazing it is to create something and to like write it down and then actually get the funding to do it and then be able to like combine all your passions. And it's like, it's, it's artistic and it's, I love, you know, I, I'm fascinated with the law. So, and I get to work with a lot of really talented people, but it's, I'm still me. I guess people like, what I realize is that like, I'm, I'm not used to working in a business world and like where people have meetings and like chit chat. And I remember I went to this conference <laughs> earlier this year um, put on by the Ministry of Labor. And like, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like everybody's standing behind a desk and like, it just is so, I, I can't, I don't fit into that world. Like I just, and I never will. And I'm happy wow. I don't. Imagine all the people you're helping. I can't even, that must right. be. I hope so. Wow. So rewarding. I like the idea wow. that I think lawyers are really fucking expensive and you can really get fucked over with your bill. So like, you know, we take you through like, you know, how not to get screwed on a lawyer's bill, the kind of questions to ask. I hope it should be in the States. Like if, if we can make it work here, my goal is that we all of us should have it. Do you have an entertainment wing? Well, actually, we're building something really cool. Right. So if somebody f tries to fuck you over, you're going to know what the law is, how to look at your contracts, how to say, I'm not reporting to you at work because if I report to you, you might fire me. It's really to protect workers against reprisals from being sexually harassed for artists. So, that's inc that's incredible, Mia. Incredible. Well, that's it. So it's coming out next fall, and I hope it's okay. Is there a website that you can talk? You can say that people can yeah find you. Me, we are Rosa. We are Rosa. That's what I do now. I mean, I will have to act again. Like, not that anybody's asking, but <laughs> I, I still, I mean, I still, I still love it. And I love working. I don't love the part getting the job. Right. It's the worst part. We were in, in our first podcast when we were talking, we, we both agree that you were the most incredible actress to work with out of everyone. Oh my God. I still stand by that, that you were probably one of the most incredible people I've ever worked with. All of us. Like... I watched, I watched our work together. Like it was really, I can't believe what we got away with. You were like, fun though, because of, you, you kept people on their toes because everything was instinctual and impulsive and you trusted your impulses. Yeah. And if someone could play ball with you, they'd go along with it. And if someone hesitated or, or, um, second guessed, I mean, not to say you'd eat them alive, but it just, they couldn't, they, they couldn't line up with you and, and create something alive and real and, and fully dimensional and it's something I which was challenging it was, on our end in a great way because yeah. you had to rise to the occasion yeah it was a really good whether you know it or not you gave a great acting you gave great acting lessons without I don't it's very nice of you to say but I mean I just was not prepared 
That was the thing. And I wasn't. Like, I didn't know my lines. I was completely unprofessional. And I was just kind of doing my best to get by. Remember that time where we had a scene? I don't remember what it was, but I remember it was in in the kitchen, and you started singing the Lola song? Uh, we were asked to memorize. We were given the song. First of all, it's Lola, 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 Lola. La, the, Lola. The scene yeah, was we were singing the song together. You guys know it now. But we had decided we didn't memorize the song. So we came to shoot. And, you know, can you imagine showing up on a set and not knowing the lyrics to a song when that's what the scene is about? And we basically just... Like went la 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 la. Like, what I was think, it? I don't. Can you? Do you remember? I don't think we. It's. I don't. We wait, just kind of hummed because we didn't memorize the uh, the the lyrics. I think it's because we didn't think the scene made sense. That's what I thought it was. Yes. <laughs> but it wasn't. In retrospect, it was not our job to editorialize. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had hired us to do this. Like that was the that was the crazy part of it. Is that like. They had staffed up. They had paid a lot of money for these people that were screenwriters and writers. And they were sitting in the writer's room agonizing over these words. And then (laughs) we were these fuckers that came in and started editorializing on the day. I can't believe that they let us do that. And you know what? That scene never made it into the final cut of the episode. Uh, did you guys rewatch recently? No, I remember really? it from the day. I remember because I remember dreading. I remember dreading it, thinking, "Oh God, that scene's like further on in the season." And then when we got to watching it. I was like, "Oh, they took it out because we had bastardized it." Yeah, did to they? a point wow. where it was unrecognizable. What's your What's your social scene like? The parties at your house, Kate, always had. Kel- uh... Everyone's married, so you stay with your spouse at home oh and watch TV. God. Yes, I love that your reality, Kate, is everybody's reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you're just you know you're married you stay at home with your spouse you watch tv yeah that's what we all do <laughs> i agree i mean like i i can't like i can't believe this is my life like i'm super excited to watch tv like it's a it's an event yeah, yeah. like binge what's watch. what's tonight what are you watching sometimes tonight? you just want to watch the dumbest shit like i love keeping up with the kardashians i love the housewives what else Fleabag. Well, Mia, listen. The love for you runs so deep. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. And we miss you like crazy. I miss you guys, too. We think about... There's not a day that goes by at work where we don't think about you. Or in life. doesn't even have to... It's only at work. (laughs) Yeah, or in life. Only... (laughs) Outside of work, I I never think about you. You're forgotten about the moment we leave show. (laughs) Yeah, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about you. Otherwise... But we do love you. Oh, I miss you guys too. And that was the wonderful Mia Kirshner speaking to Kate and Leisha all the way from Canada. I'm Rachel Shelley, PantsPod producer and editor here in London. Now we have some of your questions. I'm Alex from the Elwar, Brazil. So, Kate, did you like coming to Brazil? Uh, what was your favorite part? And Leisha, have you come here? If not... What is the first place you want to visit? Oh, I love Brazil. You've been to Brazil, right, Leash? I love it. Oh, I've been once. It's the first time I've been. I wish I was there when the pandemic was not about to take over the world. I would really wish I could have been more present and enjoyed it, but I absolutely loved it. What did I like about it? I really loved everything. I find the people there... Did you find this when you were there? Brazilians are just warm. They're very 
hospitable. Oh my God. There's so, I had the best New Year's Eve of my life because everyone was so friendly. I'm truly blown away by just their warmth and their, they just, they just want to make you happy and they're just the greatest hosts you could ever imagine. I mean, I loved it. Sounds incredible. I went to the most beautiful beach in the world and, and I just, oh, I can't wait to go back and I can't wait to go back when, you know, the world is not on the, on fire. You'll be back. You have a reason. Okay, so here's a question from Betsy in Oak Park. Where's Oak Park? I don't know. Sounds very calming, though. Oak Park. I like the name Betsy. Betsy? It's a great name. So old old school. What are your most surprising friendships from being a part of the L word? In other words, what friendships do you have now from the show that surprises you most? Jennifer. Yeah, how so? I feel like we're we're so close now, the three of us, Mm -hmm. because of this new project. We had so many years of trying to pull it together that... I don't know. Our, I think our friendship grew deeper with Jennifer. She just seemed more of the adult. Well, we were like the dumb kids. Yeah, there you go. We were like, you know, the you gullible kids. Who... Yeah. And now we've kind of caught up to her. And we're like, we're adults now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, when you think about meeting Jennifer that first day, almost 20 years ago now, to uh, to now, someone was to say, you're going to become very, 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 very close friends, like family practically with this woman. I'd be like, how? Right. Because she's so classy and put together and like smart and just don't put myself in those categories. No, and she doesn't, and and also she doesn't, uh, she doesn't let anyone in. No, she's very, you know, you have to, she's like a cat. Jennifer's a cat. You got to earn it. Mm -hmm. She's not going to give it to you right off the bat. Compliments to us. Uh, hey, look at us. Hey, look at us. We've come a long way, baby. <laughs> I got I feel like singing today. But also just to answer that question, it's also very rare to have friendships that have gone on for so long, so long after a show has ended. I mean, look at you and I here. Here we are doing this this podcast. Right, and, it's insane. Because you get really tight. It's like it's like you get that immediate add water and, and you're like instant friends on set. And then you're like, we're a family. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> we're going to be friends forever. Totally. And then you're like, text me, let's have dinner. And then you get back into town and you're like, you just forget. It's not, it's not, yeah. it's not common. Like it's very, very easy to lose touch. You're just shocked. Do you have any friendships at all from the show? Is what your answer is. Pretty. pretty. <laughs> I'm just shocked. I have any friends at all. I did at all. <laughs> at all. Actually, we've had loads of questions about your tattoos. Gay LA or Gayla, they asked Leisha, why have you had your tattoo removed? And then you've got Alexandra who's asking about your tattoos, Kate. That's a good question, Gay LA, Gayla. Listen, I got a tattoo when I was 17 with my best friend. We had a band together. Here's what happened. We were supposed to get our tattoos on the same day, like friendship tattoos. (laughs) And we were really into colors and Heather had rainbow hair and I had pink hair and we dressed like, you know, club kids. So it wasn't really like the rainbow wasn't representing gay or anything in my life. It was just like colors and I smoked a lot of pot and it just, you know, <laughs> things were, you know, trippy dippy. She got her tattoo first, which wasn't the plan. I remember being a little upset about it. And then I got my tattoo following that. So it always had a little bit of a rub for me that it wasn't what it was supposed to be then armband tattoos became a thing and remember Nick Lachey he had an armband and I remember going oh my god I have a Nick Lachey (laughs) it really looked like once I was you know out and proud that I had this like giant gay tattoo as the years went on it was representing something that it didn't start out to be for me so I just felt like it's time to get rid of it 
got it removed like 20 times and it was the most painful thing. Kate, you're doing this now. You're getting all your tattoos removed. I'm kidding. You know I've what been, I'm talking I've, about. I've, it hurts. I've been getting them removed from for the last year and a half, maybe two years. It's not And fun. why are you? So what What's what do you think? Because I never gave it. I'm not one of those people that sits there and ponders a tattoo design for three years before I make a choice. I just get a tattoo. I used to, you know, go out, have a couple of drinks, think I want a tattoo and I'd go and get one. <laughs> and when I was younger, that was fine. And, you know, you can use the excuse of, you know, I was young and who cares? And now I look and I'm like, I don't want these. Get them off. Like, what am I doing? Like, why do I need this? What's the point? A few of the, I'm only keeping three of them. And one of them is my mom's name on my arm. But the rest of them can hit the road. And So you're basically they had they had no meaning. So you had a bunch of symbols on your body that didn't mean anything. Nothing that's gonna sit around there and like make me look at it and cry and and, and reflect on a time in life. I don't can give you a imagine? shit. I could give a shit. I just want them gone. Two of them I'm not right. getting rid of only because I know the pain would be far worse than actually getting them because they're by bone and when that laser gets close to bone or close to an extremity it is deadly right but i've had like six treatments over two years and they're they're fading thankfully but it sucks yeah i have some of mine's left it looks like someone grabbed me by the arm and shook me it looks like little bruises because you have color yeah the blue and the green they don't go away (laughs) um heather vetmid 11 saying i had tickets for clexicon this year do you still have plans to go to clexicon next year yes heather i think we are still going weren't we supposed to be doing this in april yeah i mean it's just been postponed as far as we know so yeah we both said yes to yes to going we just don't know when now bless miles has asked a question before but they've said it would be awesome if you could share music you like with us so what do you think blair you're in luck because we're going to do a whole episode about music. We're going to do that. Because Kate and I do not have the same taste in music. Oh my God, no. No. I respect your taste. I just, it's not my taste. I love your taste. Yeah, I like yours. I just don't want to listen to it's it. just not mine. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Leisha Haley, and my friend Kate Menick. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts if you want us to keep going. Hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Twitter at The Pants Pod. If you like us, leave a review. I promise we'll read every single one of them. You can email us at pantspodcast at yahoo.com or you can tweet us questions or even send a recording of your question. We'll answer a few every week. Rachel Shelley is our producer and our editor over in the UK. Theme song by the band CSS. And Love Fox has done our graphics. 